Welcome to the Passionate Latina Podcast, where we dive deep into everyday life stories and experiences. In each episode, you'll hear from me and my guests sharing our unique journeys, challenges, and triumphs, from small victories to life-changing moments, from relationships, careers, to health and spirituality. I believe that every story has the power to inspire and connect us. Whether you're looking for inspiration, guidance, or simply a relatable voice to connect with, we hope our conversations will make you laugh and leave you feeling uplifted and empowered. So sit back, relax, and join me on this journey of discovery and connection as we dwell into the wonderful messiness of being a human. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Passionate Latina podcast. This is your sassy and spicy host, Melanie, and it is Monday, y'all. Or it might not be Monday for y'all. Whatever day y'all listen to, welcome back to my podcast y'all it has been a heck of a night recording this podcast and i'll get into that in just a moment but if this is your first time listening welcome and we're so excited that you decide to join us today take time out of your day to listen to this podcast but first as always i want to thank y'all so much for all the love comments, interactions, your Q&As, the polls, the reviews. Y'all are so amazing. It's a feeling of love times a million. I love you guys so much because you guys are so awesome when it comes to supporting this podcast. It makes it easier for me to continue to keep a going. But with that being said, if you have not followed me on Spotify podcast, Apple podcast, or just Spotify itself, please make sure you go ahead and click that follow button so you can get the notifications whenever we air a new episode. And speaking of new episode, I know, I know, I know that I did not record an episode for last week, but let me get into why y'all. Y'all know those days when your body's like exhausted and screaming at you to just get some rest. Well, that was me last weekend. If you know, I tell you guys that I typically don't record a podcast until Saturday or Sunday. That's why I moved it till Monday because my weeks are busy right now at my nine to five. Um, I It's recruitment season f- um, for where I work, Girl Scouts, and it's just really busy and very stressful right now. And so trying to record podcasts during the week, it's just not going to happen mentally, physically, spiritually. Once I clock out from work, I'm exhausted. And so it's just not happening on top of the fact that it is costume season, not Halloween, but costume season. For those of you that know, I work on musical productions and right now we're doing Broadway, the Broadway junior musical of Beauty and the Beast. And so I'm juggling that and my nine to five and this podcast and my brand also does custom work like custom denim jackets, custom jeans. So like for homecoming season or just fashion just in itself. And I create pieces and curate pieces and sell them. So there's just a lot going on. So I try to dedicate either Saturday or Sunday, most of the time Sunday to record the podcast. And last weekend we had the grandkids. We hadn't had them in a minute and they're two and three. And we spent 
the whole day with them. We took them places. We did things with them. Our son Eric came and hung out with us and Larissa was here and Eric's girlfriend Nettie came. And so we had a full day of it. And then I still, after we dropped them off, we still had, I still had things to do like laundry and groceries and this and this and that. So it was just a busy weekend. I did grocery shopping Sunday morning. I got up and I cleaned and I did groceries too as well. And by the time I was done with all of that, because I went to two different grocery stores, I was exhausted. I was like, okay, I'll just relax for a little bit and then I'll get up and I'll record my podcast. Why did I wake up the next morning and be like, what? I must have been extremely exhausted extremely exhausted my body must have needed rest because i woke up to text messages like hey your episode is not your new episode is not here is everything good like did you did you air your episode and i was like oh my god i forgot to record my podcast i fell asleep and forgot to record my podcast what the heck and not to mention like today I am in the midst of revamping the studio. So in the studio, I do the costumes and my custom fashion pieces. This is also my makeup room. And I think I said where I do costumes. Yes. And then where I record my podcast. And so it's a small room. It's it's like a normal bedroom size, but... I was doing that all day today and I was like, okay, I'll record my podcast. And then time just flew by. And so I'm sitting here recording the podcast. Tell me why my mic wasn't working. And I, I recorded a whole podcast. I was getting towards the outro and I was, I looked at my mic and I was like, wait, the button, the light's not on. It did not record the podcast at all. So I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Okay, now I got to start all over again and record it. So I'm almost halfway done with the podcast, recording it, and the power goes off. So what happens when the power go off? The Wi-Fi drops in the middle of me recording the podcast, and it doesn't automatically save. You have to hit stop recording for it to process. It's the whole thing. So I was like trying to I was asking the universe, please just let it had stopped recording and processed on its own. No. So this is my third time recording this podcast, this episode for y'all. Believe me, I want to go to bed and just be like, uh, uh, just forget it. But I'm not going to do that. I didn't give you guys an episode last week, so I'm pushing through and I am going to make this work. But Last episode, I updated you guys on just life situations and what's been going on. If y'all know, uh, my car got stolen um, September 5th. And when I aired that episode, we were in the midst of waiting to see whether the insurance was going to consider the total loss or fix it. Well, they made their decision and they considered the total loss. I, nor my agent, nor my husband thought that they would consider the total loss. There was, there was a good amount of damage but it seemed like damage they can fix. So the only thing we can think of is they cause damage under the hood. And so if the damage exceeds the value of the car, they consider a total loss. So they consider it a total loss. So now we're at the point of having to purchase a vehicle. And after weighing out all of our decisions and doing our research, 
we decided that we're just going to go ahead and purchase a new vehicle. And so we finally picked the vehicle that we're going to purchase. And now we're just waiting on them finding the particular vehicle. But not only that, like <clears throat> we got a check from our insurance company. And when we went to go deposit it in our bank account, they put a nine day hold on the check. I'm like, what? We've been with y'all forever. Well, not forever, for for a while. And, and this is a credit union. And so we have to wait for the check to clear to be able to purchase the vehicle because all the money that we received, we're putting it right back onto the car, right back into the car. Um, so that way our payments can be substantially low. So I already picked up the vehicle. It's um, originally we were thinking of getting a truck because that was a plan in about a year and a half, two years to buy me a truck. And um, just right now, it's just not interest rates are ridiculous car payments on trucks are absolutely ridiculous so we decided on another vehicle and i actually like it it's not it's it's an upgrade from the kia i absolutely loved my kia miss black beauty i had to go say goodbye to her that was my very first vehicle that we purchased brand new off the lot eight years ago like brand new off the ship it literally came off the ship until the dealership and to me like i absolutely love that car that car and me loved each other <laughs> but so that's kind of where we're at. Um, yesterday, we went to Xavier's homecoming game. So he's in the marching band in college, and we try to go to all the home games. I think we only missed one. And so we went to the homecoming game yesterday. We spent the day with him. We hung out in his dorm, well, let's call it, in his apartment, and um, watched some football and uh, just hung out. The weather was absolutely gorgeous. Brenham downtown is absolutely beautiful. So we walked around. They're really doing a lot of things out there, like up and coming. And so it was nice just to walk around and enjoy the weather and enjoy each other's company. And so but between between spending time with the family, my nine to five, and then my business, like I don't have a life. I'm not gonna have a life till after the production, which is December 19th. And so then there's the holidays. So not till after January. So that's kind of where I'm at, but you know, that's life. You just keep it going and keep it moving. But this week's episode is going to be entitled, I don't speak fluent Spanish. And in lieu of um, Hispanic Heritage Month, I was like, this is a perfect time to speak on this conversation. I don't really talk a lot about this topic, but it is um, very sensitive to me. Not so much now that it was maybe years ago, maybe about five, six years ago, but I am, if you don't know, Puerto Rican. Both my parents um, were born in Puerto Rico, Yo soy Puerto and uh, they were ra- born in Puerto Rico, raised in Puerto Rico, and then raised in New York. Um, my, I was born and raised in America. I was born in Newport News, Virginia. My dad was in the army, so I was an army brat. I was born on base. And um, after being there, we moved to California and I was raised for the most part, actually, yeah, for the most part in California. And so I do not come at me. I've never been to Puerto Rico. It's on my bucket list. I really, 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 really want to go. For those of you that know, I was a teen mom. And so traveling wasn't on the list of things to do when you're a young parent raising your family. So I haven't been, but it's someplace that I want to take my 
kids too and my grandkids, but yes. So the reason why I want to speak on this topic is because I'm starting to realize that it's more and more common in Latina and Hispanic households where either my generation or the generation after me um, don't speak fluent Spanish or don't speak Spanish at all. Um, I speak very Spanglish. It's very broken Spanish. It's hard to hold conversations in Spanish, like full conversations. I can comprehend it more than I can speak it. So don't try me because people have been caught trying it. Um, I don't read it fluently. I can read it little bit, very, very little bit. I can't write it. I can sing the heck out of it, though. Um, and I most of the time felt like I was in a boat by myself with my siblings too. Um, cause out of the five siblings, only two of us speak fluent Spanish. Um, my dad's first wife, I, I have an older brother with his, from his first wife. His name is Anthony. He speaks Spanish. He was raised partly with my mom and my dad and then raised with my grandparents. And I think that's why he's able to speak fluent Spanish because of my grandparents. And then there was me from my mom and my dad, obviously from my mom, <laughs> my dad. And then I have a younger brother, Matthew, and then my younger sister, Christina, and then my dad's third marriage, um, my sister, Cindy, and she speaks fluent Spanish. Her mom spoke Spanish in the household and then her family, her grandparents uh, from her mom's side and like their family, like that was apparent in their, in her, in her childhood. In my childhood, it wasn't parent in my household with my mom and dad. They spoke 100% English. My mom didn't speak Spanish. She lost her Spanish uh, growing up where she grew up. She didn't grow up 100% with her parents. Um, that's a, another story for another episode. Um, so as a child, she was surrounded by English. Therefore, she lost her Spanish and only speaks English. So my mom didn't speak it to us because she didn't know it. And then I don't know 100% why my dad didn't teach myself, my younger brother and my younger sister from my mom. I don't know whether he just didn't think it was important for us to know it. I don't know. It's because my mom didn't speak it. So they didn't speak it, which to me, like if I spoke it and my husband's not Hispanic, he's not Latino, he's, he's black and Italian. If I spoke it hundred percent, I would have still raised my kids to speak it and help my husband understand it because I, I think it's super important, but I know when I talk to other friends or acquaintance that they're in the same situation that I did, their parents, um, whether whether they were immigrants or come from like Puerto Rico, they felt or felt the pressure to only let their kids learn Spanish or speak, I mean, only speak English or learn English because that's the way America is supposed to be. Like English is a first language. So you should only speak English or you should know how to speak English. Even people are ignorant to this day with that mess. It still pisses me off. Um, I think whatever culture you come from, whatever background, like if you have, if you speak another language other than English, I think it's absolutely beautiful. I always say that, you know, as a kid, they tell you, if you could have anything in the world, or if you could have any superpower in the world, what would it be? And I've always said, I would love to be able to communicate with anybody in their language. 
to be able to speak every language in the world, to be able to communicate with people and not have that barrier, that would be my superpower. I don't need to fly. I don't need to be invisible. I don't need to shoot spidey webs. I don't need to do nothing. I want to speak every language in the world and to be able to communicate with everybody in their language and not for them to be forced to speak English to communicate, you know, with me. So I just think it's absolutely beautiful with all the languages that we have in the world. Um, and so for me, I feel like there's a huge part of me missing. Like there's a part of my soul, part of me that's not whole because I don't speak fluent Spanish. Not only do I not speak it, read it, or write it, if I could do all those things, man, I feel like I have a superpower already, right? Um, so growing up, I it didn't really feel weird for me or I didn't feel odd unless I was around family on my dad's side of the family um, when they were speaking Spanish around me because most of my cousins, my aunts, all my aunts and uncles, my grandparents, they speak Spanish. And for my grandparents, that was their first language. So whenever we were around their grandparents, of course, that's the conversation that's being had in Spanish, right? And then my cousins speak it too as well. So I felt left out. I did felt left out. Um, not like left out like I didn't belong to the family, but just left out because I wanted to speak Spanish. I wanted to know what the conversations were. I wanted to know what was happening. In schools, I spoke English, so I didn't feel left out in schools. Um, I didn't start feeling left out as an adult until I moved here to Houston. Um, Xavier's 19. We moved out here before he was one. So we've been here for a while. And there's a huge Latin and Hispanic communities out here. And I used to stray away from going into the Hispanic and Latin um, stores because of... Being in those environments was stressful. I know that may sound weird, but I knew automatically that they were going to talk Spanish to me, not because I was in that environment, but even when I'm not in that type of environment, if somebody that speaks Spanish, they automatically assume that I speak Spanish. So they start to speak Spanish to me. And then it stresses me out. My stomach starts to hurt. My heart starts racing. I know it sounds silly to some, but it's expected of me to speak Spanish. So when I don't, they give me a funny look. Some people give me a funny look or they just may look like dumbfounded. Like, wait, why is she speaking English to me? And then it becomes a language barrier if, if English is not their first language or if they don't speak English at all. And then I feel bad. And then I start to feel guilty and I go through this whole vicious cycle. And now I just try to do my best to communicate um, and then keep it moving and try not to allow myself to go through those crazy emotions. And so I know that at my age, people are like, oh, it's kind of hard to learn another language. And yes, it's going to be hard, but I really want to try and give it the effort. My only, and, and somebody might have a recommendation. So if you have a recommendation, please let me know. But every, not everybody speaks the same Spanish or dialect. And so for me, it's really important to learn the dialect of where my parents are from, where we're from, from Puerto Rico. Um, and so to just pick up any kind of software or something and learn it, 
is completely different than learning the Spanish that comes from where I'm from. So (laughs) there's a lot of still different emotions, a lot of still different things that I'm processing about the fact that I don't speak Spanish fluently. Um, And I think it's important that we have those conversations because again, I'm starting to realize that it's not very uncommon anymore or probably never was. I just didn't know that it wasn't uncommon, um, that there are more people um, in the Latino uh, Hispanic community that don't speak Spanish at all, don't understand it even. And um, I like to have those conversations. Are you one of those people? Do you know people that are like that? And do you make fun of them? Or do you encourage them or not make them feel bad? Um, Because sometimes it could be a running joke and I don't think it's funny because it's not my fault that I didn't get taught as a young age. And picking up a second language as an adult is hard. It is definitely not easy. Those that do, kudos to you. Not, but not everybody's story is the same. And so do we support that community or do we make fun of that community? So it is a sensitive subject for me because I do feel like I'm missing a part of who I'm supposed to be. I've learned to not let it eat at me more than it used to. And so this is still a journey that I'm walking through. I don't have the perfect answers. Um, I don't even have the perfect questions. I don't even know where to get started if, if and when I'm ready to open up that door to learn my language. Again, life is busy right now and it is something that I want to do and I do want to make the time for it, but it would be something that I would want to make sure not just speak, not just speaking any Spanish. It wants, I want to speak my dialect, you know, it's different. If you know, you know, if you know, you know. So I just think that this was a topic that was sensitive to me. And again, it is Hispanic Heritage Month. So I was like, what a perfect time to talk about this situation. If anybody's out there in that situation and wants to talk about it, please leave a comment and let me know. Um, again, I don't have the answers to it. This is my journey. This is, I always wanted to be honest and transparent. And it's something that's been weighing on me. And I've never really talked about it openly unless it's with family and very, very, very close friends about how it makes me feel. So yeah, so that's it for today. Thank you guys so much for taking the time for listening. I am going to put, like, what did you think about this episode? Comment below. Please let me know what you think about this episode. And then if you want to talk about, like, your experiences or if you know somebody or if you're in the same situation, please let me know what that looks like for you. Let me know what has helped you or if you're still looking for that help. Let me know if you know of a good way other than the typical apps or softwares that helped you learn your, your second language. Um, So yeah, as always, thank you so much. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Um, You can also send me a personal voice message. So if you don't want to type it out, you can uh, send it to me that way as a personal voice message. Just click on the episode in the description box. Also, if you have not, please follow me on Instagram and TikTok 
when I see the love, it just truly keeps me going. I hope you guys have a joyful and full week and I'll talk to you guys real soon. Bye guys.